I'm looking for that kind, generous voice that is capable of rebuking me, but at the end of the rebuke, I still feel brilliant about myself. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have Graham Cook. Graham is talking to us about how to hear the voice of God and that God's voice will never be condemning or cause shame, but that he always makes you feel at peace and full of joy when you hear him. Even when there's a rebuke, God will never cause condemnation, but encouragement. What a great God we serve, who loves us so much more than we can fathom. Here's Graham. You know, what you think about God is the most important thing in the world. Um, You will never have a more important thought in your life um, than that one. Who is God for me? What is God really, really, really like? Jesus came to put a face on God. He said, if you've seen me, then you've seen the Father. We're here to put a face on Christ. So one of the keys to actually hearing the voice of God is first of all rooted in your understanding of God's nature. What is God really, really like? And the key to that really is the heart of the gospel. What did Jesus actually come to say and come to do? He came to set prisoners free. He came to talk about favor. If you read Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 7, that's really his manifesto. That's really his identity. That's how he's known in heaven. He came to bring, uh, to bring grace, to bring goodness. Um, he went about doing good and, um, and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So the gospel is the essential good news of what God is really, really like. Uh, And if you want to understand how God sees himself, you need to go to Exodus 34, I believe it is, where the Father has got Moses on top of the mountain, uh, because he got Moses to ask him a question, show me your glory. And God says, okay, I'll cause my goodness to pass before you. And so... He puts Moses in between these two rocks and he covers him with his hand. It's like God goes marching out in front of Moses. And the things that God says about himself in that encounter, that's the truth of who he really is. It's the first time in scripture that God talks about himself in that way. This is what I'm really like. And he goes, I'm compassionate, I'm gracious, I'm slow to anger. And he names like seven key attributes, all of which are essentially who he really is. And when you know who God really is, then you basically, you get a feel for how God wants to speak to you. And your testimony then becomes the essence of the prophetic in terms of how God speaks to you. So how you know God, how you perceive God, then becomes a part of the way in which you actually hear him and encounter him. So like for me, God is the kindest person I've ever known in my entire life. 
He has been relentlessly kind to me for many, many, many years. In fact, I love putting those two words together, uh, relentless and kind. Whatever God is, He is relentlessly, and He is in an unchanging fashion. You always know where you are with God because He never changes. He stays the same. Therefore, His love and His grace and His mercy and His outlook and perception of you cannot be um, built upon your performance as a Christian because your performance is changeable. But God is a constant. So He is unchanging because He works out of His own nature. He doesn't... His approach to you is not dependent upon your approach to Him. It's based upon who He wants to be. And so He is faithful. He is gracious. And He will always be that way. And so any voice, therefore, that is condemning or um, accusatory um, is literally not the voice of God. Any voice that is uh, um, judgmental is not the voice of God. Any voice that is angry is not the voice of God. Because none of those were in his attributes that he talked about. And so anything you're going to hear prophetically has to be compatible with the gospel. Um, God's love never ceases and it never changes. So the root of everything that God is doing in our life is to teach us about goodness, about kindness, about the depth, the height, the length and the breadth of His love. So that's a precondition in terms of our relationship with Him. So the voice of God that makes you feel the beloved, that will be Him. Uh, the voice of God that makes you feel good about yourself even while you're in the process of changing, that would be Him. Yeah, so you, you need to learn to listen, to let your heart be still and listen for the voice that's kind because it will not be the enemy. Uh, the enemy would not be kind to you. He'd rather cut his tongue out than say anything kind to you, to say anything that would make you grow or prosper. So the voice of the Lord is kind it's gracious, it's loving, it's generous, it's enthusiastic, it's joyful. It'll have some humor attached to it because God is uh, wonderfully humorous. Um, it'll be the voice that edifies you, the voice that builds you up, the voice that makes you feel secure, the voice even when you are not doing well with God, he is always doing well with you, and the voice will declare that, it will show that, it will demonstrate that. So, the voice of the Lord, you know, grace is, is the, um, the empowering presence of God to make us feel good about ourselves as we are in the process of becoming more and more Christ-like. So, we're all changing, we're all becoming more, and the voice that's peaceful, that's restful, that's joyful, that's loving, that's kind, that's generous, that's the root place to listen. So listen from the heart, not the head. Uh, listen from the nature of God. Study the nature of God because that's what He will be to you all the days of your life. And so when I, when I sit in the presence of God, um, I sit in a place of peace. I sit in a place of rest. I may have questions. I may have a few issues. I may have a few things on my list I want to talk to God about. 
but I know that I can, me talking is one thing and me hearing is something different. So when I'm ready to hear the voice of God, I position myself inside his heartbeat. That's why I wrote a book called Approaching the Heart of Prophecy. Because to me the prophetic is about really um, learning how to live in God's heartbeat. So that the very way that God speaks to you and connects with you becomes the way you connect with other people. So I'm looking for that kind, generous voice um, that is capable of rebuking me, but at the end of the rebuke, I still feel brilliant about myself. I still feel loved. I still feel, Lord, thanks for saying that. Uh, I don't feel uh, guilty. I don't feel shame because God doesn't do guilt or shame. He doesn't do condemnation. He'll tell you the truth in a way that sets you free to become that truth. So I would always say listen with your heart. Listen for the nature of God. And the voice that speaks to you in that way that edifies you, that builds you up, stirs you up and cheers you up, that is so going to be the voice of God. And that's how you know. <laughs> That was Graham Cook, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Graham Cook, How to Hear the Voice of God. Be sure to visit his website to check out more about him and his ministry and resources at brilliantperspectives.com. Well, that is all I have for you today. Please take a minute to rate and review this podcast if it has encouraged you at all. I'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of Morning Moxie. Have a great day. God bless.